Welcome to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Hi, I'm Robert Brzezinski. And I'm Jeannie Kataoka. And together, we're having Real Conversations with your favorite New Thought artists. Join us as we take a deep dive into the inspiration and meaning behind the music of New Thought. Our guests are ready to share stories from their spiritual journey and creative process with you. Real Conversations is a chance to look behind the curtain and connect with your favorite New Thought artists. So let's dive right in. Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. And hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you here today. And this is another episode of Real Conversations, a chance where we get to go a little bit deeper and look a little bit more behind the meaning and the message behind the music. Today, I am so very grateful. I have a dear friend with me, Lisa Bell. She's out of Boulder, Colorado. And Lisa and I have been uh, bumping into each other and sharing on projects and working together for a number of years now on a number of things. It's been a little while, so uh, we're going to talk about her new album and uh, what she's got going on there because this is a really cool album. I've been listening to it a lot in the last week, and I want you know I think it's really cool. So we're going to share a whole bunch of music from that. But before that, I just want to get into saying hello and welcome Lisa to the show. And Lisa, just tell us a little bit about about yourself. How'd you where'd you find your voice? Where, when was it that you knew, hey, I'm here to be a singer and my, my path in life is, is to share this music with people, this music that's inside me? How'd that all come about? I think it started when I was 13, actually, at summer camp. And a girl sitting next to me said, wow, you've, you've got a really good voice. We were sitting around the campfire singing, you've got a friend or something. And I hadn't ever really even thought about it until that point. But right when she said it, that set me on my path. Um, I was in a great music program in high school. I went to college um, at a conservatory of music. And really, music has been such an important part of my life um, ever since then. And for the last 20 years, I've been um, a professional singer-songwriter. And uh, that has led me to a, a positive music um, bent in, in what I'm doing as well. And um, I've been doing that for about 15 years. So it's, uh, it's been quite a journey. Yes, definitely quite a journey. And this is not, we're going to talk mostly about your new album, Backseat, today, but this is not your first album. You started uh, ways back. The first album was Dare to Be, and you've got other albums in your repertoire. Uh, there's the Italian Project, Dancing on the Moon, and now here also this one. So I'd like to share a little bit. Uh, one of your very earlier songs is, for me, it's called It's All About Love. And I want to share a clip, a snippet of that with the audience. So let's listen to uh, about a minute and a half here of It's All About Love and catch the feel for this song. And then uh, we'll be right back. So listen to this, folks. Here we go. It's All About Love by Lisa Bell. Beautiful, beautiful song. 
Lisa, please share with us a little bit. What's that all of really all about? What's that? Where does that come from as an artist? Um, that was the last song to be written on on that album, which is album number two, and called "It's All About Love." And um, I was working with a producer at the time, and he actually came up with that phrase and um, and and part of part of the hook there. And um, so I took it and I was walking on the beach in Florida and um, was just wandering around and, and looking at all of the people around me and all of the, the things and realizing that no matter what we have physically in life, um, whether we're ri rich or poor or have a lot of possessions or not, really the only thing that's important is the love in our lives. And um, so that's, that's where that came from. And it was really, that really was one of the, one of the first positive music songs that, that I had come up with. Mm, gotcha. I, I think I, I love the music. I love the message. And this is for me, one of the places where I fell in love with you as an artist, uh, where I got to really, I felt like this album uh, opened up a whole new horizon and or at least from my perspective and then you followed this with what I think is the, uh, an even greater album Dancing on the Moon mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to hear two tracks from this song from this album uh, I want to listen to a little bit of Dancing on the Moon and then after that we'll hear a little bit of Better Days but uh, share with us just a little bit how did Dancing on the Moon come about? How, what was your creative process in uh, conceiving a new album and putting together a collection of songs? Uh, and how is it that Dancing on the Moon becomes the title and the lead uh, versus some of the other uh, great pieces of music that are on this album? Right, so um, Dancing on the Moon was that, that particular song was actually written by the producer of the album, Marco Blinger, and he is one of my um, dear friends. He co-wrote a bunch of songs on that album, and he had that one um, not being used by anyone, and I fell in love with that song, and so I decided to, to take that and make it mine. Um, and he really produced such an interesting that was kind of a transitional album for me from more a more jazzy uh oriented um bent to much more of an americana look and so that that was pretty much a, a big transitional album for me it was also recorded in um a424 which um so the normal tuning is A440, 440 megahertz, um, but this was 424. It's supposed to speak to the heart as well as the entire body. And um, so it was a huge experiment. <laughs> um, and I, I was performing that entire album that, that year in A424 also. And... Um, it's wow. very different. So if you play the songs on that album next to something else, it um, they really sound very very different. They're you know tuned down quite a bit. So it's mm. quite interesting. Mm. And I will say I have had this music move move me at the heart level for sure. Uh, you say it was an experiment. How's the feedback been? The, the album's been out for a while now. You've performed these songs. Have people reported back to you that they have that type of connection to the music? Um, yes, and I, I think that it, it helped to get a new audience and it helped to bring people into the music a little bit more. Um, I did abandon that tuning after that album. It was, it's quite difficult <laughs> <laughs> um, to make sure that everything is in that um, tuning, especially if you're working with like you can't work with live piano, for example, a, a real a real piano, grand piano. Um, you can only use a, a synthesizer because you can't you can't tune it. But it was um, you know, hey, we 
artistic expression and experimentation are are alive and well and that was that was something that I, I really felt strongly about at that time and uh, the other thing that that led me to was a whole career and work in sound healing um, and so that is something that I've also practiced um, ever since that album so sound healing has been a big a big part of my life as well mm, wonderful good thank you thank you well let's take a listen folks this is Dancing on the Moon by Lisa Bell. Oh, hey. If you're selling what you're feeling, well, I know cause love's been dealing you a long time. And it's got you on a string like a puppet with no wings and no place to fly. You were just a soul that needed Something more than love that's cheated Something more than lies And now you're dancing in my head Filling up this empty bed With more than alibis you're able to notice and feel that different tuning that Lisa was talking about before we played that clip. I want to uh, continue on this album and talk a little bit about Better Days as well. So let's let everybody hear just a little clip of another song from the album Dancing on the Moon. This is Lisa Bell and Better Days. this song as well, Lisa, please. So it was actually written on a very cold and wintry day, and um, the the streets were full of of ice and snow, and I was just looking for um, a, a release from that. And what it ended up being is kind of an ode to um, any any trouble that you have in your life and looking for a release, uh, looking for a way to to find that silver lining, to to find the sun, as it were, to to melt the problems away, and so that that is what that that song ended up being. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. One of the one of the things that this this program, real conversations, is centered around is 
asking artists to take a look at and share with us how uh, their spiritual journey, their personal inner journey, has reflected, been mirrored, and been presented through the music. And various artists do that in various ways. And I, I'd love if you're willing to dig in a little bit deeper. You move from this album um, where you're where you've, you're sharing with us, you're experimenting, and then it's a little bit a couple of years, and you bring forth the, the Italian project. How how does that span of your of your career? align with your own personal journey, your own personal journey of discovery, of enlightenment, if you will. Sure. So the Italian Project was uh, a very, very special album to me. I, um, in 2008, had a vision board party on New Year's Eve, and I created a vision board that had me singing in the middle and a whole bunch of different countries touching touching my head, as it were. Yeah. And the one that was closest was Italy. I really, really wanted to perform overseas and, and make that happen. So fast forward two weeks later, I'm on Facebook and I see that a friend request from a person I knew in high school, and uh, her name's also Lisa, Lisa Simmons. And um, I look at her profile and she has recording studio headphones on. And I thought, well, that's super interesting. So I explore a little bit more, I accept her friendship. And it turns out she lives in Italy. I had gone to high school with her, but didn't really know her at all. Um, I'd been in a musical with her, that was about the extent of it. And um, so it turns out she lives in Italy and has, a, an original music band there, and um, um, and and so we started talking, and we were both working on new albums at the time. So I was working on um, Dancing on the Moon, actually, right then, and she wanted to come to visit um, the U.S. Her her family still lived in Boulder. She hadn't been here in twenty years, so. Um, I said, I will help you bring your band over and put together a tour if you will do the same for me in Italy. And so we did that and um, just really fell in love with each other. Um, and she continues today to be one of my very best friends. And we have gone back and forth from Italy and the US. She's come here several times. I've gone there several times. And um, the Italian project was written with Lisa Simmons. And um, we got together every Friday morning by Skype and did a songwriting session. Mm. And wrote the album over about a nine month period of time. Um, and that was after, after I had already been there to, to perform. And then we did it again. And it was just this amazing, it's been an amazing back and forth um, uh, collaboration. Um, half of the artists were from Italy, the other half were from the US. And so we, we flew tracks back and forth. And it was a wild, elaborate process. Um, and we, we continue to share great great collaboration efforts today. Wow, what an amazing story. I love that, the, the power of the universe in action, the law of attraction in action, and a, a, a wonderfully fun, creative New Year's Eve vision board leads to international touring and a great collaboration and a really fabulous album, folks. I really want you to know this. The, the Italian project's just filled with great music and I, I wish I could pick, you know, I wish we could play the whole album for you here, but that's not what this show is about. But I do want to share a couple of clips with you from this great uh, collection of songs. Let's listen first to Bring the Love by Lisa Bell from The Italian Project.
Baby came over bringing rice and beans Gave me sweet, sweet love and saying pretty please Honey, show me what it takes to see I looked hard and long, worked all my days To try and loaf for any way To bring my world some peace, serenity Well, that gets my blood pumping a little bit. Tell us a little more about that song. I wrote that song really thinking about um, my my son and teaching him about life. Um, you know, bring the love. Um, what you bring to the table is is what you are going to. It, what you bring to the table in life is what you are going to eat and attract and work with. So you have to bring it with love at every, every pass. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, as I listen to your catalog of music, uh, from my perspective, I can see and watch the evolution of, again, your journey, your spiritual journey and, and you, your journey through enlightenment in sharing such deep, meaningful messages in, in a, a very, in my opinion, very approachable way. Your music's not very, pre, it's not preachy, it's not, uh, it's, it feels very natural, very fluid, and very much about the relationships and, that are happening in your life. It feels like there's a real transparency uh, when I listen to your music. Yeah, and I would say not all of it is autobiographical. So <laughs> there's uh, there's there's a lot of songs on that album that that really aren't autobiographical. They're about different um, different things that we we brought we brought to the table when we were doing our songwriting sessions. You know, everything from online dating, which I have I've not had that much experience in, <laughs> to uh, quilt which is really about an incident that happened in an italian subway system so there's there's a lot of things you know and a lot of a, a lot of beautiful stories um and not all you know not all of the music is autobiographical yeah gotcha right on so um which leads me to the other song I want to feature from this album. Now, if I remember correctly, this is the song that got you noticed in the Posse Music Award arena, if I'm right. Uh, and I remember there's a great video for it. You can find this on YouTube, folks. The song is called Walk With Me. Uh, before we listen to it, would you share a little bit of uh, why that song uh, made the video? What was special for you about that song? My dogs at the time were um i had this dog named kona who was a they were both rescue dogs but he was he was a very special um dog so he picked me in the shelter i kept coming back to see him he kept being there three weeks later i finally was like okay you must you must be waiting for me so i must get you um, we had another dog at home and it turned out that kona liked to take the other dog for a walk with his leash in his mouth. And so when it came time to make this, this album, I had this brilliant idea one morning of making a song about that trick. And I had it all envisioned out. In, I spoke it out loud. I talked to Lisa and uh, Bob Story, who was writing the, the album with us. And I said, look, we're going to write this song. I'm going to make a video. It's going to take us a little bit. But we're going to do all four seasons of them walking each other. And it's going to be the coolest video. We're going to write this song. And, and it's going to get us on Good Morning America. I, I just, I see it, I'm envisioning it, and then all of the, the proceeds for the, the video that is going to happen will, I'm going to donate that to um, 
humane society shelters across the country and um, on and on and on. And I had this big, huge lofty goal for it. So we, we wrote the song, I made the video. Um, it was a, a nominee for the Posi Positive Music Awards, as you mentioned. And lo and behold, I applied for the Good Morning America, I think it was called um, Silly Dog Tricks or something like that. I knew the day that the producer was supposed to call. And I got a phone call almost at the exact time that I thought I would from the producer that said we were one of the four finalists. So the dog at that point in time was getting older. He had a, a, a degenerative disease that was, was not making him feel very good. So instead of flying to New York or making, you know, making arrangements for that, we had to start driving. So we drove halfway to um, my husband's parents' house in St. Louis. And the next morning were the semifinals, when we would know if we would proceed to the finals in New York or not. I worked as, as hard as I could that day to get enough votes. The voting was very funky. Um, and ultimately, Kona did not get on the finals. But we, we got our video shown on Good Morning America. So the, the manifestation really did happen. And what I discovered in the process when we got to St. Louis and to his parents' house, we discovered that his parents' health were, was really failing and that they had the beginnings of uh, dementia. And we didn't really understand how critical that, that was and the importance of us being there until we basically were stuck there and <laughs> we, you know, we, we were brought there, we were pulled there by um, what we, what we thought was, you know, a, a fun trip to New York, but it really ended up being about family and about love again. And um, the, the true gift was the gift of being able to spend time with them when they were still coherent. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a, a year later when they they both did not remember who anybody was anymore right. so it was a beautiful journey and uh gosh maybe the entire manifestation was all about that um but sometimes the the gift comes in in very interesting ways yes yes the universe is always giving us exactly what's necessary for our evolution for our growth and and to bring us into a fuller expression of life. And that that's a wonderfully wonderful story. And yeah, perhaps exactly that. The whole thing and Kona was there and the whole series is there to again reinforce the relationships. Uh, that knowing you I know are so important to you with your husband's parents, with Kona, with everybody. So wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. So let's give a listen to Walk With Me by Lisa Bell. You're always playing hard to get Forever hanging out with the wildest set You know me, baby I've always got your back I'll help navigate and keep you on the right track Walk with me, be my honeybee Let's be wild and free Love, I got the key, just walk with me We'll see the sunrise and see it set Jump in our favorite lake and get all wet Leave our shadows behind you and me, imagine what we'll find, oh yeah. walk with me, be my honeybee, let's be wild and free, love I got the key, just walk with me. And, you know folks, we're having this great conversation with a wonderful artist, Lisa Bell, she's based out of Boulder, Colorado, 
you can catch all of her in, uh, her music on lisabellmusic.com, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes and all that. But what we really want to dive into today is it's been a little while since you've had a new album out. Now, I remember you were uh, when you went away to write this album, when you went into the mountains and disconnected from social media, I saw you doing that on Facebook and stuff and, and went to write it. And now getting to immerse myself and listen to it and really absorb what you're bringing forth as an artist, as a being, as a spiritual being on the planet. This is a, a great and amazing album. And I wanted to uh, just read one little thing here. This is from lisabellmusic.com. This is the website. Um, a diverse Americana artist with jazz influences, Lisa Bell shifts gears with her fifth release, Backseat. It's the most potent album of the singer-songwriter's career, nodding to the influences that have helped to sharpen her own sound, including laid-back R&B, melodic soul, and Americana roots music, while also pushing into contemporary AAA-friendly territory. Gluing the mix together of Bell's expressive voice and ever-evolving writing chops, which combine to tell the story of an empty nester who, having spent years raising her children, is ready to climb back into the driver's seat and chase down new dreams. Okay, I gotta ask, what are the new dreams? Well, I am not done yet. I am ready to continue this journey. Um, the last six years were... Um, all about in in between the two album releases um the last the italian project was a, a very long six years ago um when it was released and uh in between that time i did a lot of experimenting around with being in bands being in um, different iterations of of me in different shows but i really needed to find my voice and until this album, I had never written a large body of work by myself. I had always thought that my, my playing skills, my musical skills were not um, great enough to be able to actually write everything myself. And um, aside from the, the title track, Backseat, which was co-written um, with my friend Andy Ard, um, the 11 other songs on this album were completely written by me. And so that is the new journey. The, the new journey is, is my music and it's my voice and um, bringing it in a huge way to the world. Um, I really feel like this is the, the catalyst to, to get me out to new people, new markets. Um, uh, this is the first time I've done a big publicity and radio campaign for um, for an album, and um, I'm just ready to to rock it. The kids are all out of the house. Um, the The song "Backseat" is actually about about that being an empty nester for the first time and realizing that in your in your middle age, you are not. It's not too late to completely continue to follow your dreams. Yeah. All right. Well, I couldn't do a better job of introducing the song, so let's listen to it, folks. Here it is, Backseat by Lisa Bell. Twenty years gone by It went so fast I don't know how It's time to watch you fly Nest is empty now Put up believing in me While I watch my babies thrive Such a beautiful sight to see But once again it's my time to drive I'm not willing to take a back seat While my Safe here for some time. I find all the inspiration that I haven't seen for miles was giving me 
Oh, what a what a great great song! And you know, it's it, it's a, in my opinion, it's a great way to lead off this album because there's a collection of of songs here that, uh, from my perspective, are really telling a story. Now, I don't want to give away everything, and I want people to go buy the album and go download this, folks, because there's more here than we're going to share with you today. But let's talk a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, the road is always longer. This is another one that's just kind of grabbing at me. Uh, tell us a little bit about what we're going to hear here. Praise the road is always longer when you're looking for the end um, came from actually a sound healing retreat that I did last last summer. And I was, it was early, I, every early, early, every morning at 5.30 in the morning, I would get up and go for a run in these amazing um, woods in the Pacific Northwest. And I kept, I was on this one trail and I kept thinking, when's it going to end? When's it going to end? <laughs> and I got to get back for, for class. And I was like, wow, yeah, the road is always longer when you're looking for the end. It's really about being in the moment. Um, the other phrase, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger if those lessons we befriend. Right before I did this, the second writing retreat, I fell on a, on a hike literally the day before and really messed up my knee had to have many stitches in in the er and i had to figure out a way to drive myself to said retreat and i was on crutches and i couldn't go for beautiful hikes in the wilderness um, i was really forced to go deep and to look inside to to really reflect on what what do I truly want to say here and it just me in this uh, cabin I I wrote the album over two summers in a in a off grid cabin in the woods and um, I I have to say that the second year's worth of songs got pretty deep and dark at some points in time and this uh, this song was written in that second batch but it it's definitely uh, a more upbeat look at just being present in the moment looking at you know what it, what is being injured trying to tell you what slow down you know be be with be with your hard emotions really dig deep so yeah yeah. Let's give it a listen. This is The Road is Always Longer. Searching for the black and white, but missing all the hues. Exits of the space and light, though we rarely do with you. Up in the moment, is it right or is it wrong? If we focus on the present, we find the place where we belong. The road is always longer when we're searching for the end. One doesn't kill us, it makes us stronger. If those lessons we befriend, the past is not the future, it can't define us. So let it go, let it slide Keep on grooving on the inside Yeah. Oh, I hear, I hear all that that you've been sharing in that song. What a, what a, again, another great song. I, I, I keep gushing, folks. I keep gushing over this album. And I want you to know because I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the selection. I'm impressed with the 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 uh i don't want to say variety the uh, the breadth of your of what you're writing about and you said that in your introduction to the road is always longer that you know, life isn't always the easiest thing and the the next song i want to feature always chasing the darkness that does that doesn't speak to that speaks to a little bit of a more difficult portion of the journey and so share with us a little bit about that, the deeper meaning behind always chasing darkness. Yeah, I, I think um, a lot of people deal with depression and that is truly, truly what this is about. We, we all have depression of 
of some sort now and again. And nobody really wants to talk about it. It's not something you're supposed to tell anyone. Um, I have a, I have good friends that are some, some of them are very much, you know, very struggling with depression and they're, they're locked in their rooms oftentimes and the always chasing darkness or is it chasing me? It's referring to that really dark cloud that, that seems to follow some people more than others. But I think we can all relate to that that feeling that we're, we're, we're not good enough, but you know, we've got to get past, got to get past that. Um, but that is what always chasing darkness is about. Yeah. Yeah. There, and there is that, that piece that says there, there's something out there. It can, it does get better. It will get, it can be, yes. get better. Yeah, exactly. It does get better. There is there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel, and whether you want to think of that light as spirit or God or another person, you know, it's up it's up to the the listener to interpret that, knowing that it's going to be it's okay. You can make it through another day. Yeah. So let's hear a quick taste of "Always Chasing Darkness" by Lisa Bell. feature here today and it's the final song on the album so it's the closing song now my experience has been in in, with so many musicians a lot of albums you know they get the the title song out there and, and it's something that really grabs and but for me I always like to listen to the last song right away as well I I I will often look at what's the last song on an album Uh, And sometimes it's artists that just throw something in there they didn't expect or something that showed up at the last minute. Sometimes it really is the the punctuation on a message on a a bigger project. Meet me in the space between intriguing title uh, and a more intriguing song. And so I'd love to hear a little bit of your creative process. How did this song come to be and how does it end up being the closing piece to what I am calling just an amazing album. Again, back to the the sound healing retreat I did last summer. Um, we had done every day. We did two and three different intense meditation sessions, and toward the end, we were all really feeling like we could we could pierce the veil, as it were, and get to. Um, that space between, and that's how I like to describe it, the space between this earth reality and the, the reality beyond. Um, so the space between really refers to that uh, ethereal meditative space where we can transcend what, what is our current reality and envision something bigger for ourselves. Um, the song talks a lot about we all have daydreams of of what our our life could be, but when we 
strap ourselves to our current reality and into our physical reality here on earth, then oftentimes we can't make those happen. You know, can't move without a safety net. If there's a way, I can't see it yet. Oh, you know, and it, it, it's not necessarily what, what I believe, but what some, some of the people around me believe. You know, oftentimes I, I'm ready to dive off the cliff without a parachute, but someone else is not. It, it's all about looking, looking at life in, through a different vision from that space between. So it's kind of a, a calling to those around me to, hey, meet me in that space between where words are just formalities where we can learn to trust the voice within and dive off the cliff with me. Beautiful. Let's listen to a piece of this amazing song, Meet Me in the Space Between by Lisa Bell. Enjoy. we've only got a little bit of time left and I have so been enjoying our conversation here with Lisa Bell that was meet me in the space between from her new album backseat and remember you can pick up all of Lisa's music over at her website lisabellmusic.com and I'll put the links to your site down in the uh, in the show notes there so you can get them there as well but uh, Lisa we've got a couple of kind of traditional questions we ask artists and we don't tell them about it because we like to get a uh, an honest and tr- kind of authentic reaction. The first is usually what's in your future. And that seems like a kind of a silly question to ask you at the moment because your future seems to be your immediate, your immediate experience. I know uh, you're, you're in the middle of this release of this new album and that there, that, you know, this is, I'm sure taking up a huge amount of your time and attention. Uh, and has, uh, has Spirit given you a little wink or a nudge as to what might be beyond just this album? You know, I'm still waiting for the wink and nudge. Um, I, as you said, it's been pretty all-encompassing to, to get this um, album launched. Um, I think by the time this airs, it will be out and um, available for streaming everywhere and um, physical copies. And yeah, you can go to my website to find that out. Um, I've got a bunch of shows coming up in mostly in Colorado. Um, and I'm starting to get back out to the, um, to the center for spiritual living in unity church circuit once again. So I'll be in uh, Boise, Idaho and Anchorage, Alaska and um, all sorts of fun, fun places, back to the positive music, the Empower Conference in April, and uh, looking forward to, to, getting, to getting back into that, into that realm again. Yeah, wonderful. So it sounds like the music is revealing a bit of the future, which is great. We love that. And that also, that, you know, what I hear in there is, I don't have to wait very long to catch you live somewhere and hear your music. Uh, 
And there's also a piece of spirit that's saying, yeah, there'll be another album. It won't be six years before the next album either. So we'll see how that all goes for you. Please know you're always welcome here. We'd always love to have you back on the program. Before we let you go, though, however, the question uh, as a parent, and I know you've been a parent, the question that p parents never want to hear, uh, and so I've twisted this onto artists, if you had to pick, what's your favorite song of your own? My favorite song of my own? Hmm. I actually really love The Road Is Always Longer. I think that that is my, is my current favorite song. All right. It's, uh, it's fun, it's kind of upbeat, and uh, it's got a, got a good groove. <laughs> All right. Well, then we will conclude the, our interview today. We'll wrap up with a bit more of The Road Is Always Longer. But before we do that, I want to say again and again, thank you, Lisa, for being with us today. This is real conversations, and the idea is to get behind the just the topical aspect of the music, but get to the deeper meaning. And I really appreciate that you've been willing to share those deeper meanings and share a bit of your own personal journey, knowing that not all your music is autobiographical. We really appreciate you sharing your music with us today. So I hope you'll come back sometime. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Okay, folks, let's wrap this up. We'll listen to a bit more of The Road is Always Longer by Lisa Bell. This is Real Conversations. We'll look forward to having you join us again next time here on the New Thought Media Network. Until then, peace and blessings. Go forth and boogie. Searching for the black and white I'm missing all the hues Exits of the space and light Though we rarely do we choose Caught up in the moment Is it right or is it wrong? If we focus on the present We find the place where we belong The road is always longer When we're searching for the air One doesn't kill us and makes us stronger we prefer The past is not the future Can't define us Don't you know So let it go Let it slide Keep on grooving On the inside Thank you for listening to Real Conversations Exploring the meaning behind the music Real Conversations is produced By the New Thought Radio Network sharing a vibration of love, positivity, and empowerment through a variety of media streams. Learn more on the web at newthoughtmedianetwork.org. Listen to past episodes of Real Conversations on the podcast page at newthoughtradio.net. Until next time, peace and blessings. Go forth and prosper.